Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas. Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop, with musical guests, Reverend Jim and the Wiccans. Uramina, Terramina, Falamina, Halo, Uramina, Terramina, Hala, Mala, Go. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Hola, and welcome to another exciting edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is the J-Man, coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas. Tina Fey looks fabulous tonight. And sitting right next to me... A few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a man who doesn't pull any punches. The Matman bitches. I'd like to hit Matman with my best shot. I'd inject myself with steroids, drink two gallons of muscle milk, then punch him right in his junk. Bam! <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> And let me just say immediately that Smoop yelling boom is going to be a regular feature on this show. Well, yeah, it came out pretty well. (laughs) She was method acting when she she did that, too. Let me tell you, I was on the floor for six minutes. (laughs) Yeah, she backed a wallop. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, cheers and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Mad Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. How are you tonight, J-Man? I'm just great. Wonderful. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Above average. Generally. A little pissy, are you? A little pissy? And no. Preoccupied no, I'm with the uh, I'm CG Awards? I'm, I'm not. I, it seems to... Uh, uh, it seems to bother some people that maybe right. there are glamorous, beautiful people on my television tonight. But yeah. uh, no, it's uh, I'm I'm just just fantastic, really. How are you? How are you doing, Matt? And Matt, well, I'm doing, I I really want to know. I'm doing fine because I'm focusing on the glamorous people in the chat room. <laughs> well, oh, listen to you, uh-huh. you Mister Holier Than Thou. That's right. You and you and. Chris Hayes and all the rest of them at NMSNBC. Uh-huh. You should get a show. You should get a show on that network. Well, it'd be better than most of what they put on at night on MSNBC. That's true, for damn sure. True, true, true. true. Although I would, we do I'm, have not a bit nearly, of cra- I'm not nearly no. as dreamy as Thomas Rogers. Oh, no, you'll never be that. No, none of us. No one. Will no ever one. be as beautiful as Thomas Roberts. I just get lost in his blue eyes. 
in his muscular chest. Focus. What? Focus. <laughs> Speaking of glamorous and beautiful people. Yes. But you know what? I like Thomas for his mind, most of all. I'm sure you do. <laughs> All right, so what's happening? What's up? Yeah, nothing much. Hmm? Weather's improved a little bit over Monday and Tuesday when it was brutal. (sighs) Bad start to the week. Oh, my God. Fortunately, I didn't have to go to work Monday because I called Mikey. I said, hey, drive by Mikey at the beer mine, for those of you who don't know. I drive through. I said, Mikey. I'm not coming in, am I? And he said, well, I guess not, because this space heater is only big enough for the one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, it was rough. It was uh, sub-zero temperatures. We had uh, ice, ice baby on the ground most of the week. Yes, you did. You had a lot of ice. Yeah, it doesn't take much, though. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be at minus five when you get up in the morning, you don't need much ice to uh, to ruin the day. But it uh, it held on as long as it could. It finally cleared away late Thursday, Friday morning. Yeah. Our wind chills and then the on rains our, came. Our wind chills on Monday hit 42 below. <clears throat> That's. It's unfortunate. And you know, that's minus 42 Fahrenheit and minus 42 Celsius also. No, it's not. It is. At minus 41, Celsius and Fahrenheit converge. Really? <laughs> this is a this is an educational show here, Matt. Well, speaking of... Com- Ooh, I'll tell you who I'd like to com- converge my Fahrenheit onto Celsius with. <laughs> and she would be in the chat right room as heading. we speak. Jay, man. Uh-huh. Miss Canada mm-hmm. herself. Uh-huh. Like a little, like to mix a little mercury with her. <laughs> uh-huh. She's listening in from the warmth and comfort of her bed. Yes. In the hammer. In the hammer. On the corner of Victoria Avenue and whatever the hell that's damn name is of this. <laughs> and we have a few other people there in the chat room. They're hanging out yep. with us. Good to see them. Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. Glad you could make it. Or gal. Yeah, glad you could make it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe tell your friends. Tell your friends to come and join us. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, could register at blogtalkradio.com and you just have a big party in the chat room. Because it's free and easy, J-Man. Just like your host. There you go. That's right. Yeah, I tell you, Matt, long about Wednesday when it was uh, sleeting again, freezing rain, <laughs> all that kind of good stuff, mm-hmm. I was uh, have this little weather app, you know, and mm-hmm. showing the uh, five-day forecast, and it was showing Sunday that it was supposed to be 60 degrees and sunny. Ooh. And I'm telling you, I was staring at that. Like it was Elizabeth Hurley lying on my bed in a tiny little lingerie holding a large pizza. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and Lindsay Lohan was filming it all, wasn't she? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking care of the lighting and the uh, and the audio too. She's and Scarlett Johansson was filming the B-roll <laughs> cutaways. <laughs> You're a sick uh, bastard. It <laughs> <laughs> but it all it came true. Well, the weather part did. It was uh it got all the way up to around sixty five today here. You're kidding me. Ooh. Sixty five oh. degrees. Now there was a uh 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 lake wind advisory, so it wasn't all perfect. <laughs> what I love the fact every day, you know, that little weather app, you know, it has this little flashing red when there's some kind of weather warning. Right. And every day it was flashing red because there was an ice warning, winter weather advisory, winter weather warning. And then it finally went away like uh, Thursday afternoon. And then Friday morning it came back and it said flash flood warning. <laughs> <laughs> well, J-Man, I got a warning for you. Ooh. And this is immediate. Someone just busted down the room the doors of the chat room. Hello, my name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Hell yeah. A big shout out uh, to just, the Deathmeister. He says he's already ready for a bitch session. All right. Uh, that's good. Hey, I do have a question for Jesse. He may know the answer to this. I doubt you do, Matt, but he might. <laughs> um, Jesse, do you think that Tina Fey's had some work done, or is she just getting prettier as she gets older? Oh, boy. <laughs> just wondering. I'd like just to wondering. take a best shot at these people watching Golden Globe Awards. Why? Well, just go right ahead. going on? What? I'm to- I'm here, Matt. I'm in the moment. Oh, I know you are. I'm I'm here. I'm not distracted. Tina Fey does look good. You know, I'm not a big Tina Fey fan though. Really? Because, uh, well, she's got that little damn self-satisfied. I'm so clever smirk. Why well, I like that? So much of the time. I'm not a fan. I don't know why that bothers me because Amy Poehler does it too, but I don't know. I kind of like Amy when she does it. Mm, I do What's it. What's up a with lot. that? Oh, I know you do. God. <laughs> why do you say it like that? <laughs> I can I can hear it. I can <laughs> hear your smoke well, on the radio. Well, that's good. Weird, then I'm man. doing my job. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, there's that. Yeah, right there. And Jesse says that he doubts she's had any work done. So yeah, he would he's know. Say it's a all natural. Yeah, he's on top of these things. Oh, I know. He Even is. more than me. Even more than <laughs> me. So well, you know who didn't have a good week, Matt? Who? Our buddy Chris Christie. Well, no, he didn't. Not not the best week. Oh, but hold on, Matt. Breaking news. Uh-oh. Jennifer Lawrence has won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress. 
There we go. Oh, Butterface. Oh, I'm sorry. Best, so, yes, best supporting actress in a motion picture. Mm-hmm. There we go. So anyway, Chris Christie, bad week. Got a little problem there. Got some folks shutting down bridges and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I think that we're going to subject Chris Christie to the the uh, IWS treatment for the whole two hours. That would be uh, wonderful. Just every once in a while. Every once in a while we'll mention him and we'll laugh. But I wanted to, to, to start with it because it was uh, also one of my favorite moments of the week on Twitter. Because, you know, whenever something like this happens and there's, you know, you got the press conference. I love mm-hmm. to sit there on Twitter and see everybody what they're saying about it, and you know you got you know you got the ideologues out there, you know you got the people on the left going after him and the people on the right trying to defend him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anna Marie Cox retweeted uh, some hippie chick I can't remember who it was, who was admonishing people that while Bridgegate is very serious, this is not the time and it should not be an opportunity. For people to fat shame Chris Christie. Two minutes later, two minutes later, you tweeted, I see a lot of empty calories in <laughs> Chris Christie's future. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was so proud of you for that, <laughs> that brilliant timing right there. <laughs> and I was thinking, boy, somebody didn't get the memo. <laughs> I didn't see that tweet. <laughs> I was more proud of uh, the tweet I had was, um, hey, Christy, shut up, and if you're going to do anything, change that god-awful state of New Jersey flag. It's like a <laughs> yeah. six-year-old drew it. <laughs> not, not the most attractive flag you'll ever see. Oh, my God. I mean, Ohio has a pennant, but it's red, white, and blue. It's simple. It's not gaudy. Yeah. Yeah, Arkansas has a pretty normal flag. Nice little diamond in the middle. Mm-hmm. Little stars around it, and you know. Yeah. See. It's a shame they're going to lose their money for desegregation. Yeah. Well, the, the old desegregation suit that I think is what fifty years old finally settled. <laughs> anyway, lawyers made a lot of money off that. I wouldn't have minded being one of them. So that would have been okay. Yeah. And just keep a lawsuit going for 15 years, 20 years, just to uh, make a couple hundred million dollars in cash off of it. Mm. <laughs> Not so bad. But I tell you what, Chris Christie didn't just have a lot of empty calories over the weekend. He oh, partied. he did? Did he really? He partied. And that's well, something a lot of people don't know about Chris Christie. You know, the thing about is we don't get to see behind the curtain with these politicians. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of times people don't really, you don't really know them very well. Like most people don't know that Chris Christie loves karaoke. Does he really? He does. And, in fact, that's where he went this weekend. And uh, luckily, IWS Radio investigative reporters were there, and we got some audio. Excellent. So, uh, let's see what he opened his set with. Damn, this is Savage Jam. I hate to be late. Hurt my movie go so slow. Damn, this is Savage Jam. Down here, hold my belly go. Damn, this is Savage Jam. 
had a heart attack. Looking in my rearview mirror, I saw myself the next all back. Looking in my rearview mirror, I said I had a heart attack. Right. <laughs> he not only has has singing talent, but he has a sense of humor. I don't know why, but I had to hit my cough button on that one. <laughs> well, of course, we all knew he already had a sense of humor, and anybody who reads the uh, IWS blog at IWSradio.com mm-hmm. uh, would have known that because uh, – because he, he guest posted for us. Yes, he did on, on I believe, uh, Thursday. Friday. 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 Yeah. Oh. Thursday. Friday. He's an ironic comedian. He is. Yeah, that's where it's all going these days. That's why yeah. all the comedians they're they're, they're just ir- they're irony comedians now. Yes. Playing in the the alt rooms. You know, alt comics. Speculative, ironic comedian. When we're, yeah, well, we 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 do the speculative comedy, and yeah, he does uh, ironic comedy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this week we're or in the case or, or in the case of Slider Ballscock, who's coming up later, J Man. He does iconic. Comedy. He does iconic comedy. <laughs> he just he does. So basically, that's what we're doing this week. We're just gonna we're gonna complain about people. Yeah. People that we've had enough of. People that are pissing us off. Yep. People that are annoying us. They some of them could be in the chat room right now. I doubt it, but you know, no, it's a I long doubt. show. Because <laughs> one of the people who does show up in the chat room occasionally, Polly isn't there. Polly in a fictional accounting meeting. Well, yeah, and uh, again, did not hear from that person again this week. Well, it's, uh, busy, week, busy week time three, of Week three yeah. after a special request was made, but, uh, you and know, I mean, all, you don't and, and it's, and J-Man, it's all because you didn't give her enough lead time. See? <laughs> exactly. I only gave her six days lead time, and now two weeks later, she's, you still haven't heard from her, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I... I I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, some people uh, just don't have the urgency that we do when it comes okay. to these things. <laughs> I know. Maybe they don't. They don't keep their focus through the week like we do. I have a lot of urgency, and in fact, Schmook tells me a lot. About <laughs> it. You call them your urgency. <laughs> well, usually, well, you have urgency, but you know, you just. Run to the bathroom and you're okay. I know. I'm getting close to that point right now. What? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, who are we going to start the this, this show off? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Jay, man. Well, Unless there, did you have a, a witty and interesting story you wanted to share with us from the week before we get into that? Yeah, from the beer mine. Oh. I sure as hell do. It's, it's oh, kind of witty. But it's also more than that. It's very sad. Oh. You know, Luis, who's been on this show, our favorite Mexican, mm-hmm. who has now become an American. Right. We love the guy. But we wouldn't say our favorite American yet. 
He hasn't been American. He hasn't long been enough. Americanized. Well, he's official, but his maybe his well maybe his attitude hasn't been. But it didn't take but I, I don't know four months. He became official in July or something like that. July or August. Okay. Throw back to Monday, Jay, when I said, you know, I didn't have to go into the beer mine because mm-hmm. the heater wasn't big enough for two people. Well, we needed ice. Well, we showed up Friday night, about 20 till 6. Drive-by Mikey stole there at the beer mine with me. Well, we showed up and drive-by, of course, said, where the hell you been? I need some ice. Are you still in the ice business? Because we're not. <laughs> and unfortunately, Louise said, I was here Monday. No uh-huh. one was here. No one was here. And Mike said, I was here. What time did you show up? And Louise said, 2 p.m. And Mike said, I was here at 2 p.m. And then we both started laughing because I said to Louise, you read my Facebook page where we were closing early, and you decided <laughs> not to come. Because <laughs> I didn't have to go way. in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Luis looked, looked for an out, but he, he didn't have one. He lied to us. Uh-huh. And the worst uh-huh. thing was he started laughing. So that boy, <laughs> four months, has become more American than most Americans. <laughs> yeah, he outsmarted himself there. Though. He did. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, he's, when he was a Mexican, he used to be such a good guy. Show up to work every day, come on the same <laughs> day. Trust him. Trust yeah. him. Now that he's a legal American, and we don't believe a word that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. He's just not all that uh, trustworthy, and he's uh, not the most honest fella around anymore. Evidently not. And suspicious. Yeah. Puts up his blurry cameras. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Delivers ice just whenever the hell he feels like it. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I know. Quite a sight to behold. He used to be such a hard-working guy. He used to be. In fact, this is the last time I'm ever going to play this for him, J-Man. I wish I was in Tijuana Eating barbecued iguana I think requests on the telephone I'm on a wavelength far from home I feel a hot wind on my shoulder I dial it in from south of the border I hear the top beat of the DJ Can understand I think it's the first time you've ever played it for him, too. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played that for him before. We could still have his wife on. At least she's on. Oh, of course. Yeah, she she doesn't like. Yeah, you don't don't have to wonder if maybe she's, you know, trying to put one over on you. No. Lost right. Well, you know, Luis. what a great story that was. It was. You know, 
kind of depressing. Walking across the desert, sneaking into the country. Twice. Twice. Working his way across the country to the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. It is uh, Bagwine, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Well, he's in Dayton. That's kind of the emerald city around here. Yeah. So, yeah, well. At least yeah, I know yeah. I could. I, at least I know I could at once call him friend. Well, yeah, that's true. So. All right. Yeah. Well. So, sorry to start things off. Sorry, Luis. That's that's kind of a bummer, but you know, these things happen. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, that there's it? a lot of. There's a lot of people I hate more than Louise. Yeah. Depending on what week it is. And, yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> In fact, if during the show next weekend, it could be Drive-By Mikey, J-Man. So, well, we'll be updated on that one. <laughs> Stay tuned, uh-huh. fans. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we in the biz call a... Call a Teaser. That's right. A little teaser. <laughs> All right. A couple more guests have wandered in. That's great. I see that. That's nice. Good. All right. And so, if they'd uh, like to call in us? and tell us tell us who they hate, they could always call in at 661-244-9852 on the no-holds-barred hotline. That's right. So did you uh, did you hear from uh, from Rhino this week? That's funny you bring that up, Jay man. Right. He stopped by uh, the the beer mine tonight about five twenty five. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And here's the big thing, Jay man. He claimed he knew that I had no money for him. He just wanted to come by and say hi. Oh, isn't that sweet? The only thing was one was when I said, "I told you I have no money this week." His face turned red, and fear swelled in his eyes. <laughs> like a moth going home empty-handed to the nest. Yeah. But then he. Trying to just laugh it off and pretend he knew that was the situation. <laughs> you are exactly right. He uh, bucked up a little there. Yeah, manned up just a little. Yeah. Yep, yep. Held back the tears. Gave me a nice cold hug. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, suddenly had somewhere he needed to be. Yeah, that's right. Because he hadn't eaten. In quite a while. Because yeah. you need money for food. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, <laughs> I didn't have any. Yep. 
No rhino update. If the beer mine thing goes through, there's going to be a lot more playings of that song <laughs> on the <this> show. <laughs> <laughs> going to be some sad, sad shows coming up. Oh, boy. Uh, man, and there's going to be some heartbroken Facebook status updates. <laughs> some sad blog posts. Oh, by the way. Speaking of uh, the uh, the IWS blog, which you can read at IWSradio.com, uh, yeah. since it's my turn to uh, to blog tonight, uh, <laughs> just let you know that uh, my blog post will uh, basically be a write-up of this show. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. That's what I'll do. And, yeah, well, I was thinking, I think, you know, if we did that, that would actually leave us with only having to do two actual legitimate blog posts a week. <laughs> Each. That's pushing it, but I think we can handle it. I think so. <laughs> Maybe by summer we'll be down to one each, but we'll see. <laughs> Although then again, tomorrow, J-Man, I could blog every night and you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always that possibility. But you'll have to stay tuned for to next Sunday to find right. that out. Same bat time, same bat channel. That's well, right. we don't know about the time yet. We'll hold on on that. <laughs> it could be 7 a.m. I don't care. I'll start without <laughs> you, J-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you just call in when you're ready. <laughs> well, you know, we just go into uh, overtime, and it continues to record after the two-hour right. mark, and we could just uh, we could just go all day, man. At least until the uh, AFC Championship game between Denver and New England starts. Yes. All right. All right. So there we go on that. And we've killed 30 minutes of the show already. Yes, we have. I mean, we haven't killed it. We've <clears throat> brought it live. <laughs> So anyway, oh, and I do want to say, I, I do want to say one thing, J Man. You know, our, um, on our bigger and stupider show, mm-hmm. number one two. and or both of us made some celebrity death predictions for 2014, and this one came yeah. true. Yes. Yep. Ariel Sharon uh, succumbed to his uh, stroke after a while. <laughs> Eight years. Eight years. <laughs> and uh, has finally uh, passed away. So our, our condolences, our sincere, Matt. Mm-hmm. Sincere oh. sympathies. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't want him to die. Israeli friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he died and ruined one of the better gags we've had running in this show for three years now. Yeah, no, but it's always <laughs> nice to be right as well. <laughs> what is that too? <laughs> and I toil which which of those is better. 
And <laughs> well, I, I think I know. I because, fall on being the know, right. Be, being in the right. That's that's what I'm all about. Yeah. I thought so because, uh, you know, when uh, when they announced that he had died, uh, Twitter was full of people posting, uh, you know, heartfelt uh, condolences and uh, photos of, the, you know, the Israeli flag and we stand with Israel, whereas mm-hmm. Matt tweeted, nailed it. <laughs> I called that one, bitches. <laughs> I told you that sucker would be unplugged this year. And he was unplugged <laughs> by the hand of God. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <clears throat> but it got it, you know, it also, you know, in death, it uh, got him a prime spot as one of our, our person of the week. So Yeah. So he didn't have as bad a week as, as it could have been. <laughs> no, he, he had a better week than Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Most people had better weeks than Chris Christie. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he had nice, uh, what was it, four, five, six-hour press conference? Oh, my God. I don't know. I lost what day it was during that press conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he is trying to explain away the uh, closing of the George Washington Bridge. Uh I love that they just keep coming back to that. Well, maybe there was a traffic study. <laughs> you know, I mean, there has to be, you know, a proposal for a traffic study. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it has to go to a committee and it has to, you know, be put in writing. But ah, maybe this one wasn't. <laughs> maybe they just wanted to do an informal traffic study. A spontaneous traffic yeah. study. To see how drivers react to spontaneity. <laughs> right. To see how many people can handle change yeah. in New Jersey. What I liked. New- what I liked was he said. I back in September he said I was one of the ones putting out the cones. Really. <laughs> but again, IWS Radio World News. We have got some outstanding investigative reporters on our payroll. And our very own Dixie Ozark landed a big exclusive interview. Really? And it's going to blow the doors off this story. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Dixie, and I don't know who, who all her contacts are, but she landed an interview with Jimmy Three Fingers Tortelli. <laughs> an associate of the governor, and they sat down and uh, pretty fascinating stuff here. Howdy, y'all. Dixie Ozark here for IWS Radio World News. I'm here with New Jersey native and Governor Chris Christie staff member, Jimmy Three Fingers Tortelli today to talk about... Yo, yo, lady, uh, you know, uh, I'm not on uh, Don Christie. I mean, uh, you know, the governor's staff. Well, I'm sorry. How would you describe it? Well, let's just say that I'm, uh, you know, I'm an associate of the governor. All right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Governor Christie's associate, Mr. Tortelli. Let's talk a bit about Bridgegate, if you don't mind. Why would I mind? You know, I didn't have nothing to do with uh, with that, you know. I get it. 
But someone in the Christie administration had the Port Authority close the George Washington Bridge to cause massive traffic problems in Fort Lee. Yeah, I know I saw that. You know, that's pretty classic right there. Right. Well, let me ask you, how does something like that happen? I mean, does the governor give the order? No, 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 no. See, like, uh, you know, he don't give no direct order. He just, uh, uh, you know, maybe he implies that uh, something should happen to someone, you know, who maybe uh, disappoints him. Oh, okay. So the governor says something like, That's a nice bridge you've got there, Mayor. I would hate for something bad to happen to it. Yeah, I think uh, you've seen a few too many movies, uh, lady. Maybe. But did the governor order a code orange cone? Yo, you know, you're pretty funny. Uh, Maybe you don't get too funny, though, you know? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, no, lady, you know, he wouldn't do that. You know, it's, uh, it's, uh, implicit, right? You mean explicit. Oh, that dude's really explicit, man. I mean, he cusses like you wouldn't believe. Heavens to Betsy. So how would the governor order this? Well, you know, he would say something like, uh, you know, hey, that, uh, that mayor of Fort Lee, uh, what's up with him? Uh, maybe somebody should remind him who's running this shit. And then one of his staffers, um, associates, would go and... Uh, take care of things for him, you know? Well, would he tell you you this? Oh, no, man. See, like, uh, there's a lot of them, uh, them uh, bureaucrats, you know, middle managers there. And someone along the way, you know, says, uh, we got to send a message, you know, to this mayor. And then they uh, come up with what to do, and, and uh, they make a phone call. Make a phone call? Yeah, you know, I mean, they call someone up and tell them to send a message. How do they know that message should, should be a traffic jam and not some kind of kneecapping or something like that? Yo, you know, you just uh, call people uh, who do uh, what you want them to do. I mean, if, uh, if I got a call, uh, you know, I'd send a different kind of message. You would have broken the mayor's legs. Well, I don't know, you know, about that, but uh, a man could get hurt in this line of business. My word. Well, that's a little scary. Well, you know, uh, you just uh, got to do what you got to do. I mean, politics ain't being bad, you know. Right, right. Well, this has been fascinating. Thank you so much for being here with us today, and best of luck to you. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you're welcome, uh, little lady. Yo, uh, this is uh, anonymous, right? Oh, my, yes, yes. <laughs> no problem. You can trust IWS Radio. Yeah, well, it better be, because, you know, uh, people who lie to me... Uh, Bad things happen to him sometimes. Nice. I totally understand. Thanks again. All right, then, you know, as long as we're clear on that. Okay, there you have it. The notorious Jimmy Three Fingers Tortelli, an associate of Governor Chris Christie, giving us brilliant insight into the inner workings of the New Jersey government. That's all for now. For IWS Radio, this has been Dixie Ozark on assignment somewhere in New Jersey. I'll see you again soon if I'm not on someone's hit list or if the Lord's willing and the creeks don't run. You're listening to the number one comedy show on BTR, IWS Radio. I hope Mm -hmm. she makes it back. I hope she's all right. You seem like kind of a scary dude. 
I uh, I do like his spaghetti sauce though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is kind of a kind of a rough and tumble place there, New Jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, I liked the uh, uh, the uh, at, while uh, Christie was giving his press conference, uh, his uh, one of his people who had been fired was uh, taking the fifth in a uh, congressional hearing in the New Jersey legislature. Yep. Isn't it Wein, Weinberg, Weinbrag, Wein, something like that? The oh, dude. Weinstein. Uh, yeah. That was the, uh, the and then that there was, was a, a story that. That, that, that was a that quote won- from a, <laughs> a few good men. Oh, you, yeah. Weinstein? Yeah. Who's going to do that? You, you, Weinstein? Yeah, hey, if uh, anybody out there is listening or anybody in the chat room or whatever, if you could let me know who the uh, tranny standing next to Aaron e- <laughs> Aaron Eckert in the uh, Golden Globes is, let me know. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but that's 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 a man, baby. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever that guy, that, the dude's name is. And then there was a story that that person may be uh, you know, looking to make a deal and uh, – for oh, yeah. immunity, and I yeah. and immediately I could hear all the way from New York, Carl Palladino screaming, "I knew it! I knew it! One rat and Jew on the team, and it all goes to hell." But <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> well, we haven't heard from it yet. No, we haven't. See, that's funny. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. get it, Bridge It? Bridget mm-hmm. Kelly? Brid, uh, Bridget Kelly's diary. That's what we're looking to hear from. Uh-huh. Chris uh-huh. Christie is iconic. <laughs> yes. And I have uh I haven't really looked. I haven't looked her up or anything, but uh is uh Miss Bridget Kelly is she uh is she kinda hot or anything? Eh, I mean not that it matters. Not that it makes any eh, difference. She's you know, okay. You know. she's okay. Okay. All right. Well she's invited on the show anyway. What the hell? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. Of course, if you, probably if you tried to make any moves on her, she would probably close you down. <laughs> she probably. <laughs> Are you saying that we should have uh, Angie on the show also? Sure. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Speak, well, that's funny you bring her up. Rachel Maddow has been begging <laughs> for months to be on the show. Has she? Yes, she has. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't forward the emails to you because they were so freaking embarrassing, J-Man. But, um, a lot of begging, a lot of, uh, yeah, that's always yeah. bad. Oh, it was embarrassing. And uh, she kept... You know, can I pimp my pimp my show out on your number one rated comedy show? Could I do this? I, finally, I broke down, J Man, and um, this week I said, "Yeah, go ahead," and I let her do it. So, oh boy, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, a little something from MSNBC's Rachel Maddow. 
Uh, Rachel Maddow here, and I invite you all to watch me on the Rachel Maddow Show tomorrow night at 9 p.m. on MSNBC when, my fellow geeks, I ask the question, why do stodgy old white men want to control the contraceptive and reproductive practices of women in America? I mean, really? Why does Senator Fallis care if contraception in the form of birth control pills are available to any female who is able to become pregnant? How come it is okay that insurance covers the cost of representative Olympics Viagra, but it doesn't cover birth control pills for women? If the congressman can get free hard-ons, I should be able to receive free birth control pills. I mean, not that I would need them, because I was born a biological cop blocker. But, well, see, wait, here, wait, listen. What if I told my wife, Susan, that I wanted her to get pregnant via a sperm donor? Doesn't Susan have the right to birth control pills in order to prevent a pregnancy? In case, you know, I go full man on her and drive her down to the in vitro clinic against her will? I mean, not that I would, because that would be mean. But it could happen in a lesbian relationship somewhere, and those lesbians should be protected. Okay, let's say the roles were reversed, and Susan forced me to have in vitro. Not that that would happen, because I'm a big strong man. But let's just say it did, and I became pregnant. Shouldn't I have access to a safe abortion? Should I choose so? Or should I rely on my body shutting down because it knows my in vitro to be a legitimate rape, as Representative Todd Aiken says it will? And then there's Thomas Roberts and his wife, Patrick. Shouldn't they be allowed access to a safe and unfettered abortion? Should those two have an unwanted and unplanned pregnancy? And then there's this Chris Hayes question. Do we really look like each other? You see where I'm going with all of this? Because I sure don't. I lost track 60 seconds ago. But no worries, my fellow geeks. Tomorrow it will all make sense because I'll make sure to wear my manly horn-drimmed glasses, which will give the impression of me being intelligent. See you tomorrow night. And now I'll toss it over to my hot yet penis-loving colleague, Melissa Harris-Perry. Joyous salutations, IWS listeners. This is MSNBC's Melissa Harris-Perry. And when I'm not busy lecturing the hands of the people who watch my show or busy making fun of white people who adopt black babies, I listen to IWS Radio. And remember, the struggle continues. Huh. You know... Rachel Maddow sounds like a man when she doesn't have her makeup on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know when she's more relaxed, when she's not on the show, and she doesn't have to be on. No, just being herself. Just being herself. Uh, a lot more gravitas to that voice. Uh, I know. Emphasis uh, on the gravi. <laughs> Uh, she's no Greta Van Susteren, but... Well, you know. no, but who is? <laughs> Greta. Well, plus, Greta has a mix of Max Headroom, too. This is Greta Van Susteren. Thank you for watching our show. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to beat up Barack Obama once again. Your thoughts? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, anyway, yes, uh, uh, Rachel does have a bit of a problem with uh, just kind of droning on and on and on and on. And uh, oftentimes you wonder if uh, there is a point, if she, he- you know, is <laughs> heading anywhere in particular, or if she's just spraying cheese whiz into the wind. Well, there probably was 45 seconds into whatever dissertation she was doing, but then it right. lost five hours later. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, did you see that she, too, has a uh, a theory on the entire uh, Bridgegate thing? Oh, yeah. I saw that. And, uh, and it took her, apparently it took her about nine and a half minutes to explain it. And really, folks, if it only takes nine and a half minutes to explain your theory, it's not totally whacking out there at all. (laughs) (laughs) And she didn't sound like one of those crazy conspiracy theory loonies on the internet with their tinfoil hats at all. No! She was just rambling on and on and on and on. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And, of course, you know, that's a a problem that they have there at MSNBC. (laughs) Boy, they got some problems. Uh, yeah, with her, uh, with her uh, little buddy, uh, who uh, doesn't quite dress as manly as she does, but wears uh, similar glasses. <laughs> and Chris Hayes, yes, with his uh, jacket, no tie, casual intellectual look. Rides a bike with elite. a bicycle helmet too, J-Man. <laughs> I can't believe he does. You know, I bet, I bet he's wearing knee pads under his jacket too. His, I bet his, he is. His slacks, his, his elbow his pads, trousers, his trousers. He got the knee pads, elbow pads on. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I bet he has turn signals on his bike. <laughs> Solar powered, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's uh, uh, Chris is the same way. He, uh, but what I like about Chris is uh, <laughs> instead of just getting out there and, and going through a long explanation <laughs> to bring everybody up to speed, you know, so they could be on his level of understanding of an issue. Right. He likes to create this completely hypothetical situation that will never fucking happen. And then explain why, if that hypothetical situation happened, it would be horrible for the Republicans and great for Obama. And we'll explain that in the next segment. Okay. (laughs) It goes on and on and on until Ethra Klein is there. (laughs) Don't make fun of my boy. I I, I, I have to draw the line. That boy is funny. Ezra Klein is funny. He's sneaky funny. Uh-huh. Well, those people are pretty funny, you know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and if you'd like to mourn with those people, you could go uh-huh. to our website today at IWSRadio.com. <laughs> uh, Jesse, in the chat room, I want you to know that uh, he enjoyed biological Cock blocker. Well, I thought that was a good line, and thank you, Jesse. <clears throat> yeah, he was. Uh, he's impressed with that one. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah, that's the uh, the MSNBC formula. Uh, is uh, 
Now, Morning Joe's okay. They have great guests on, but the only problem is, of course, they have Mika Brzezinski on. Yeah, they don't have great guests on, though. That's the problem. Although, in all fairness, I haven't actually watched any episodes of Morning Joe because it's over before I get up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I, I see no reason to wake up early for Joe Scarborough or Mika Brzezinski or Harold Ford Jr. The whitest <sighs> black man in the world. What? Uh, he, he makes Barack Obama look like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes, he does. And he's one of the most democratic guys who, one of the most democratic Republicans. If you if you need if you need somebody to just split the difference and go right down the middle of the road, he's you call him. He's he's on it. He's he's just tootling right down that yellow stripe, right down the middle of the road. I'll tell the you one what, that goes down the middle of his back too. And we've made fun of Mika Brzezinski a lot. But um, yes, we have. I won't tell you how much fun I made of her. Friday, this past Friday, J-Man, she was reading her news stories. They were doing a bunch of news headlines. Mm-hmm. She's, she's reading the news, and there was one story where she came across the word, and she pronounced it ridiculing when it should have been ridiculing. Ridiculing. <laughs> <laughs> what an amateurish mistake for such a well, yeah. superior professional broadcast journalist. Oh, she's tonight. very superior to everyone. <clears throat> hmm. Outstanding. Outstanding. You know, it's pretty rare that we would uh, make fun of someone with such a great pair of legs. She's got, but, a, nice, uh, she's got a nice rack, too. Yeah, but... But uh, those things uh, don't matter. Some things you just can't <laughs> when get When you're past. as annoying as she is. <laughs> oh, can you imagine living with her? Are you really going to eat no. that? No. Yeah, I'm going to eat no this. Way. What? Oh, oh, the, oh, the pain, the suffering. Yeah. I, poor, poor kids. You know, that kid's never going to have any fun, ever. Nope. Mom, I want to go play in the the ball pit. No, it's dirty. Some other kid peed in there. (laughs) Mom, I want a cheeseburger. Oh, you'll get fat. (laughs) Mom, I want a Coke. Oh, your teeth will fall out. Horrible, horrible human being. She's awful. And, of course, you know who else is a regular on Joe Scarborough? Who's that? I'm not a fan of. Now, as long as we're talking MSNBC, Chuck Todd. Or, and, yeah, I can't stand Rush Limbaugh, but he has a different name for Chuck Todd. It's F. Chuck Todd. (laughs) 
Is his first name Francis? (laughs) Or something else. Uh Chuck Todd, who is the poster child for promoted to your highest level of incompetence. (laughs) The Peter Principal. In action. That's right. He was promoted to the uh, White House correspondent position. And his first major question to President Obama in 2009 was, will you veto a health care bill that doesn't have enough Republican votes? (laughs) 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 And it has not gotten any better for Chuck since then. (laughs) Poor Chuck. (laughs) I don't even remember anything else from that press conference. (laughs) Other than Chuck asking that question, and everybody, including Major Garrett, looking at him like, what the fuck? Now, see, there's a guy I like. I like Major Garrett. Yeah, what? Uh, I saw you retweeted him the other day. Mm-hmm. I did. Major, of course, working for CBS now. Yeah. Used to but work I've for always Fox. liked him. Pretty good, yeah. See, I can go cross currents, J-Man. Yeah, you can. Yep. You're wrong, but you can do it. <laughs> no, Major Garrett's all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, no. Who do you like? I like Tamron Hall. Well, who doesn't? Oh, okay. <laughs> God. There's a few of them I like. I'm just uh, there's just a a number of them that I dislike, and they tend to all work for MSNBC. I don't know what's up with that, but or NBC because you know there's David Gregory. There's another moron. I like David Gregory. Can't stand. He has him. nice hair. <laughs> he has decent hair, but he's, he he's another idiot who uh, uh, just lets people sit there and and just spew bullshit on his show. He never uh, calls them on it. But he was part of the greatest moment in MSNBC history. And what was that? The night that uh, that Osama bin Laden was uh, gunned down in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. Obama was going to have to do the uh, uh, you know the announcement, mm-hmm. and everybody was waiting for him to come out. They had Mike Barnacle in there in MSNBC, and they're oh, waiting God. and waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, everybody is running with the story that Obama that Osama bin Laden has been killed. So that he can't stand anymore. Barnacle says, I'm going to go with this. Okay, I'm going to go with this on the air. And he's got this piece of paper. And he's MSNBC can now confirm. And you can hear people yelling at him. And he says, okay, all right, we're not going to be able to do that yet. We're going to go to commercial. They go to commercial. They come back, and David Gregory is sitting there, and he announces it. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> he got big timed by David Gregory, who's, you know, making his way into the studio on the cell phone, going, "Don't let that lying, cheating, plagiarizing bastard from Boston do this." <laughs> you know, and up until this point, outside of Sweet Pea, David Gregory was my favorite Jew. <laughs> Well, 
There are a lot of Jews I like better than David Gregory. Hmm. Let's list them. I like <laughs> Natalie Portman. Uh-huh. I like Bar Raffaele. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Mila Kunis. Ginsburg. Whatever. Um, uh, Alan Dershowitz. Um, I guess Chuck I should Schumer. have said Jesus Christ while you're listening. They were <laughs> dudes, should I? Chuck Schumer. Hmm? <laughs> you know what's funny about Chuck Schumer? He's the ultimate Jew <laughs> because he's in every he's in every freaking camera that shows up. He is the camera that burned for eight days. He is, I love the fact that he is always there. He's always in front of the camera. He's a great, great guy. And, you know, he's a matchmaker, too. He's always uh, trying to set up people on his staff. Really? Yeah. Did he set up Chris Christie with uh, Bridget Kelly? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, there's people I like. Mm-hmm. It's just more of them that I dislike. And that's what this show is supposed to be about, you know. I know. And you know who else is out there who's got a couple of got some problems with a couple of people? Who? Bobby Kraft. Really? Bobby? I know. It's kind of a surprise. Bobby's usually, you know, happy go lucky, live and let live type. Huh. But uh but a couple of people are getting on his nerves and it's uh it kinda covers the political spectrum too. Wow. These two people. Take it away, Bobby. Hey everybody, Bobby Kraft here for IWS Radio. You know who's really been cheesing me off lately? President Barack Obama. Oh yeah, it's true. I just about had enough of him. If we had followed Britain's lead and elected our officials for only six-year terms, he would only have one year left and we'd all feel a little bit better. But, as it is, we're going to have to wait until January of 2017 for Hillary or really somebody else or anybody, just come in here and clean up his mess. I feel bad about this. I mean, I really do. You know, I never voted for him, but I hope that he could at least be competent and a strong leader. Unfortunately, he couldn't even live up to my low expectations. That's just sad. I tell you one thing, though, folks, and we can all agree on this. It's going to be a long time before America elects another Hawaiian again. Mm, it's just too risky. Oh, what might have been. When Obama came into office, everybody seemed to have so much hope. People thought it was a new day for the American dream. Instead, it turned into a nightmare. Sure, you guys say that unemployment's down to 6.7%, but we all know that's bull. We know that there's not any jobs out there, and what few there are that can be found barely pay above poverty wages. And where's Obama? vacationing in Hawaii. Scandalous. Just scandalous. But let me tell you, I'm a bipartisan hater right now. Y'all know this congressman from Arkansas named Tom Cotton? He's running against Mark Pryor for the U.S. Senate. Well, he's got himself an ad featuring his prissy mother that just annoys me like you wouldn't believe. That old hag Mama Cotton, who's a lifelong Democrat by the way, starts talking about her precious little snowflake Tom and what a great human being he's always been. 
She tells us that after he went to Harvard, Tom could have been a military lawyer or one of them highfalutin Wall Street types. But instead, he insisted on going into the infantry. Why? Because serving his country is important to Tom, she says, with all the superiority of a good church lady. Shit. He didn't go into the infantry to just to serve his country. He did it because he knew it would look better when he ran for office. He did his five years, and he headed back to Arkansas, ready to run for office, looking for an important role running the government that he hates with all his heart. And of course, this Harvard-educated lawyer decided he was suddenly just a good old boy tea partier from Arkansas, taking on the arrogant, elite East Coast types while making sure to help them out as much as possible at the expense of the little guy as congressman. What a freaking fraud this guy is. He can kiss my white country ass and his prissy finger-wagging mother can suck my dick. What we saying? Anyway, I'm just not a fan at all. Worst of all is that those damn ads ran every five minutes or so during the college bowl season, and now they're running constantly during NBA games. Why can't I just be allowed to just sit back and watch sports in peace and quiet and not be bothered with politics? Even if Cotton wasn't a lying fraud, this bombardment of TV ads like this would be enough to make me refuse to vote for him. For IWS Radio, hating on Obama and Cotton, this has been Bobby Kraft. As always, bring in the cheese. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and dream of Jay and Matt all night long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not my style to criticize or anything. Right. But uh, I think Bobby's one of these people that feels like he has to balance things out. You know, if I'm going to criticize one side, I got to find a way to criticize the other type. Right. You know, you see him on on CNN and and MSNBC all the time. You know, well, we got to be fair about this. Let's be fair. Fair and balanced. Yeah, let's bring on the other side. You know, they're the they're the kind of people that think the offsetting personal fouls in football is a you know a fair <laughs> and you know reasonable type thing to do. When you have an offensive lineman that kicks a defensive lineman in the balls and the defensive lineman pushes him back. And, oh, that's on both of you. That's on both yeah. of you. Yeah, it goes back to school. It takes two to make a fight. No, it doesn't. Right. Someone picked it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you shouldn't have retaliated. Person. No, don't retaliate. Grown men don't retaliate. That's childish. Oh, another thing about the um, old Mr. Uh, Mr. Cotton, who, um, mm-hmm. you know, Went to Harvard on federal school loans and <laughs> voted to cut federal school loans because, well, you know. Amazing, huh? That Just time amazing. has passed. Yeah, We're all doing yeah. better now. We don't need federal school loans. Those, those aren't necessary anymore. No. <clears throat> it is amazing. And I shouldn't I talk like that because he's a veteran, that. J-Man. He's a veteran. I know. I know, I know, and, and by pointing out that he's a, you know, stinking liar and a fraud, then we're actually just attacking all veterans, and we're rooting for the terrorists. And Damn right. That, but, uh, and you're giving <clears throat> the red, white, and blue a black eye. That's right. 
But we do want to send a sincere shout-out to all the men and women of the armed forces serving America at home and abroad. And abroad. Yeah. So, other than Other than Tom Cotton, of course. Other than Tom Cotton, who was just a puke. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it's not just that he's because, you know, he's a right-wing lunatic about the, uh, you know, you know, I mean, he did serve, but he did do it with the intention of that being better for him when he ran for office. It's the same reason that Al Gore served. It's the same reason that Al Gore went in, because he knew, one, his dad needed a, a son in Vietnam, now, and two, on. he was... Hey, he hey, was hey, hey, hey. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's not my style to be cynical. <laughs> he took a lot of shots at the enemy. Granted, it was with a camera. <laughs> but he took a lot of shots. Some of them were verbal. <laughs> With that uh, handy dandy journalism degree from Vanderbilt. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, folks, you can't get the smart comedy anywhere because you probably no, don't even know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> no, this is deep stuff. Highbrow. Highbrow. Uh, yeah, you have to. Uh, you have to read. You have to uh, do research. Stuff like that. Hey, let's check in. Let's see what uh, what else Chris Christie is singing about. I'd love to. At the old karaoke bar. You got a fast car, and I got a plan to get us out of here. Been working at the convenience store. Managed to save us a little bit of money, and we won't have to drive too far. Just cross the border and into the <laughs> Was he trying to? <laughs> That's only Was the second on one. A... Was he on a? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, he's sitting there at the old uh, karaoke bar. Probably at Tortelli's. Italian restaurant and karaoke bar. There in Jersey City. Bridget <coughs> Kelly oh on God. guitar. <laughs> oh, my God. <coughs> Wasn't Bridget Kelly, isn't that the, the, the Bridget that was one of... Uh, just shut up. Uh, you, you, you Hefner's girls? The girls next door, wasn't her last name Kelly? Bridget? I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, oh. <laughs> so. Anyway, we'll see what else he's singing. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things, you know, a lot of people go out there to karaoke and they just do whatever. They don't plan it out at all. Obviously, Chris Christie plans out his sets. He does a little, 
A little show prep. <laughs> uh, the one before the one you just played. Uh-huh. <coughs> I thought maybe he was on a trade delegation to Okinawa or someone <laughs> or somewhere. But I couldn't get it out, Jay Man. <coughs> Man, he's talented. He sounds good. Too. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds good, Bridget. Sounds good on the guitar there. Yes, she does. Whew. <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> Matt, I wanted to, and I know that you and uh, the rest of uh, the staff here at IWS Radio, um, World Entertainment Incorporated, would uh, like to. Uh, Say a, a fond farewell and celebrate the retirement of uh, Mr. Dan Deerdorf, CBS uh, football expert analysis. Oh yeah, he's the best. Saturday was his uh, his last game. He's retiring, and uh, although he did say that he might hunt everybody down next year and show up at a game and and do one just oh. out of nowhere. In the, Cold chill ran down my spine. That is so dear, Dorf. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, So, uh, so Dan, uh, here's to uh, twenty-something glorious years behind the microphone. And uh, right now, that Dan Deerdorf is probably sitting in a Denny's or an IHOP. Explaining to the waitress why that New England punter should have simply taken a knee at the two rather than take the safety. <laughs> yeah, he's got the ketchup tube out, putting X's and O's on the table. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, he wouldn't let that one go last night. He should have just gone down. They would have been on the two-yard line. Seven points is more than two. <laughs> really? Simple math. But uh, anyway, good old Dan. I'm sure they'll replace him with somebody equally as talented and brilliant as him. Like Ray Lewis. Oh, God. Well, maybe they could go out and get Emmett Smith. Or you know like who they could. 49ers defense is all dislocated right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know who they could get, J-Man? <laughs> who? This guy knows football as, as well as he knows weather. And that would be one Kirk Douglas. Oh, that would be an outstanding expert color analyst. I know. Let's see what Kirk has to say. This yeah. is Kirk Douglas in the IWS Weather Center with your weather forecast. But first, and speaking of weather, Jay mentioned last week that I was under the weather. This is true. On New Year's Day, I was stricken with a rare type of flu. This flu hit me faster than my last stroke. This particular strain of flu can only be treated 
by injecting a person with large amounts of estrogen into a person, which is what the doctors did to me five times a day for three days. It worked, and I felt great. However, the estrogen treatment did usher in a couple of side effects. Number one, my buzz has been affected, and I sound a bit like Catherine Hepburn. And number two, I have developed the most magnificent set of pits I had ever seen. The doctors say that the side effects will go away in a couple of weeks. It would be nice to lose Hepburn's voice, but I wish that I could keep my new pits. They feel awesome. For RWS Radio, this has been Kirk Duck. Oh, wait. I forgot to do the weather. In Bagwine, Ohio this week, it will be a mixed bag, as you will feel both firm and supple weather this week. In Redneckville, Arkansas, the moderate temperatures this week will produce clouds that are big, soft, round, and loving. For IWS Radio, this is Kirk Douglas bringing you the weather and playing with my new tits while I have them. You're listening to I'm Stupid on the BTR Network, and I'm naked. Man, he's undergone some changes. He has. He sounded hot. I've <laughs> never, fact, uh, I've never had emotions get, for a 95-year-old stroke victim man, but he he may get uh, suspended for uh, performance-enhancing <laughs> drug use. <laughs> well, along with, along with a rod, a rod totally getting railroaded. It's an outrage. Oh, oh, oh! It's all. It's a travesty. Ah, oh, cannot believe it. He did nothing wrong. Uh, there's no proof. Anyway, they Kirk, ought to uh, call him a hole. <laughs> and I love Yankees fans pretending that they they hate a rod. Oh, we don't we don't we don't do that. That's not the Yankee way. Whatever. Yeah. If they knew he Whatever. was on steroids and he was hitting 50 home runs a year, they would say, bring it! They, did, they, don't, they didn't care if he Hell shot no. up and did a handful of greenies and then a line of coke off a home plate if he hit home runs. That's all they cared about. Which that would be kind of funny if he did. Get out there and do a little line of coke. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, uh, great job by Kirk Douglas. Oh, God. That's the hottest Kirk's ever sounded. In fact, we might just have uh, somebody sneak that drug into his uh, his afternoon <laughs> methamuser. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get him carried away because he might have something worse than a stroke if that happens. <laughs> 
right. So who else you got, Matt? Who else you want to just just rip the shreds? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Jay. I mentioned Luis at the beer mine earlier. Mm-hmm. And I have I have people who come through the beer mine that I'd like to mention, and that would be exact changers and cell phone users. <laughs> and it, this is not just applicable to the beer mine. It's applicable to everyone who's just a rude human being. Oh, totally. Totally. You know These are just mine. big check writers. Oh, oh, God. Does anyone write a check anymore? People at Walmart do. Do they really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we I can know. print that out for you, sir. No, 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 no. I'm not letting you put it in that machine, and the government will get all my numbers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I remember uh, 20 years ago when I was still um, officially married. Well, you know, not officially married, but still married married. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd be behind someone in Kroger's. Could could you write your social security number on this check? Oh, I'm not going to do this. Uh-uh, At least the harm. You know, everyone's got uh-uh. your social security number, pal. <laughs> you, should, <laughs> you could just stand behind him and go, oh, for God's sakes, his number is 432. <laughs> exactly. 63. <laughs> There are no secrets anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those. Yeah, exact change people. You get behind them in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't care. I can stand there for eight hours. But yeah, the people behind you get a little pissy. And I really hate yeah. them is, and the, well, I should say, the reason I really hate them is they don't care. It's all, no, no. About, it's all about them. Yep. I know I got a in here. I don't care if there's five cars behind me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, when I tell you, old people, old people like to do exact change. They don't. If, if even if an old person would use the debit card, they have to get the person working the register to help them, because you know, oh, now I slide it through here like that. Well, that's now, not we, how I did it down at the Dollar General. <laughs> or at the people-pleasing place. Yeah. It worked differently there. Man, oh. man Friday, Friday Walmart was just old people everywhere, Matt. It was oh. crazy. It, and it was the first time in you know a good 10 days when people could really get out without any fear of any ice on sidewalks or on a parking right. or whatever. And they had to go get their prescriptions filled, I understand. And get their bed uh, day. And there are, you know, know, four cases of uh, Depends stock up for the rest (laughs) of the winter. And uh, two cans of uh, chili. (laughs) And I did see a guy get a case of chili and uh, four four boxes of uh, Depends one time. It was horrifying. Well, those go (laughs) hand in hand. I I understand that. But uh, uh, the uh, the great value one dollar can chili is not that bad. Oh, Jay, we buy the GV all the time. Oh yeah, See, that's not so bad. Oh, yeah, especially you take that poured over hot dog. That's, that's about as healthy as you can get right there. And really, does it have to be healthy or filling? 
Right. Well, you know, I mean, the, the chili, you got your meat, you got your beans, you got some tomato sauce in there. That's a veggie, you know. Oh, dig this, Jay, man. Schmoop went to the grocery store yesterday, and she got Progresso. Tons That's fancy. Tons of, huh? Fancy. You know how much they were? Four dollars a can. A dollar eight. I know. Did you check the expiration date on those things? <laughs> oh, soup doesn't go bad, for God's sakes. <laughs> Every can, even though it, it's healthy for you, it's got 500 milligrams of sodium in it. It's yeah. good to go. <laughs> <Got> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that salt flowing in there. Yeah, that's, yeah, fine. that's all you need. Progresso soup, man. Get in my belly! No doubt. Hell yeah. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. I usually just get the, the Aldi. Chicken noodle. Soup, well, we you know. usually do too. We get an Aldi or a Walmart or whatever, but a dollar eight for a Progresso? God. Can't turn that like, down. That's like getting now, a hundred dollar an hour hooker for twenty five cents. Right. Are you a little worried though that you know that you know quality ingredients like that might mess with your system a bit? <laughs> <laughs> no. I got too okay. many other things to worry about. <laughs> Let's check in with Governor Christie at the karaoke bar again. Oh, excellent. Well, the latest trip for the Jersey Shore preparing to cross the line. I can see the bridge was lined with bears, but it didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pink Pam, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't going to pay no toll. So we crashed the game doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10-4. <laughs> I couldn't love that song more if I tried. A Sunday night has never been so good without a, uh, a little rendition from C.W. McChristie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I'm going to post that video on, on my Facebook page here after the show because it is, you know, it's not just that the word, I mean, the, the song is amazing. You know, the, I mean, the man is a wordsmith, no doubt about it. But you have to watch the video, too, because he's a performer. I mean, he is, you know, he was Justin Timberlake before Justin Timberlake. <laughs> he's a showman all the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who else I can't stand, Matt? Who? The whole crew on ESPN NBA Countdown. Really? Well, okay. Actually, I love Sage, Sage Steele. She's awesome. But Bill Simmons, Jalen Rose, and Doug Collins, and I hate that I have to include Doug Collins in this group because I thought he was a great basketball analyst until he started hanging out with these people. They are the MSNBC of sports programs. They sit there with their $500 haircuts in their Brooks Brothers suits, and they talk about sabermetrics 
and they create hypothetical MBA situations and explain <laughs> how that would be so great or awful. Yeah. And they, sit th- they, they talk down to the audience like you wouldn't believe. They think everybody's watching them is just nowhere near as smart as them, and they have to explain the game of basketball to everybody. Yes. And it just infuriates me. So, there. <laughs> just wanted to mention that. Okay. Do you feel better? Well, I do feel a little bit better, you know. I mean, and, and again, like I said, you know, I thought, you know, Doug Collins has always been great. And I enjoyed Bill Simmons' uh, columns back in the day when he cared and he put out effort. They were great. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they're just sitting there and they're just, you know, ooh, look at us. We're so brilliant. Look how smart we are. I can't believe they're not putting on Rachel Maddow glasses to, uh, you know. You know, you, the, uh, you know, when you mention that, it reminds me of a guy who came through the drive-thru a couple months ago. And I think I mentioned that on the show. He yelled at me because he pulled in the wrong way. And he said, <laughs> I said, you came in the exit, you got to go back out. Well, maybe you should put up some signs that say exit. <laughs> and he didn't see the three foot by three foot exit signs that are painted on the drive through Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, those can be missed. And then he still came through. He he backed out and came around the right way, and he wanted a bottle of wine. And his change came to something like $8.50. And I handed him the bills first. Uh, well, I guess that was wrong because he said, you hand a person a, you hand the person the change first. So they can put it in the pocket, and then you hand them the bills. Mm-hmm. Boy. Well, you know, he has a point. Well, I, I, you know, look, I don't normally I don't side with these folks, but I will tell oh, you. Oh boy, here we go. It is annoying when the person working the register hands me the 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 bill and the change at the same time. I didn't hand them at the same time. Right. If they go, if you go bills and then change after they can put the bills back in their wallet. Or change and then bills. That's okay. So I'm going to let you. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a pass on this one. Oh, you're a freaking Mary. <laughs> Just take your goddamn change and be off. But, but let the other people behind that, you come through. Just hand throw somebody it in the a wad of dirt and lose change at the same time. And so, well, yeah, I just put it down. I put it down in the little. Uh, the ashtray, because what? I don't just smoke. Just throw it on your seat, all of it. The bills, the coins all together. You got your stuff? Go on. Oh, my God. A, what is wrong with cup, you people? You got a cup holder. You have a little console there between the seats. My to put toes money. are curling as that. we speak. <laughs> and, and what's worse than that is they hand you the cash, the bills, and the change, and you're trying to get the change out, and it's hung up in the bills, and you're trying, you know, you want to put that in your pocket, and they're standing there, and they're like, here's your receipt, sir, here, 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 here's your receipt, even though you, they know you're, you know, trying to put the money away. You people are rude about this. Uh, we don't give receipts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those could be legitimate business expenses, though. Uh-huh. If they ask for one, we give them one. 
If they don't, oh. they get their change as is. Mission accomplished. <laughs> get the fuck out. <sighs> oh, my God. What is wrong with you people? I thought I knew you. <laughs> we'll see how things go in the future. Oh, boy. We'll see by next weekend, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know who else? Oh. Go ahead. Yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. You say, have something. I was going to say I need to relax. Yeah. And you know who makes me relax? Paul oh, Pyatt. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all y'all. This is Reverend Al Sharpton filling in for renowned poet and IWS literary editor Paul Pyatt. Today, during our journey past the surly gentleman houses and dark alleys full of pentameters, I offer up a poem by me, Reverend Al Sharpton, from my book that I wrote last night called Stomach Staples and Blueberries. Here be Pimp Like Me. Some say that I'm a race pimp. I don't know. Maybe that be. But one thing I'm for sure on there's plenty other folks who be pimping like me. Take that Sean Hannity. That blockhead be pimping like me. Pouring that right-wing bullshit to all them inbreeds who sit and drink their tea. And then there is Chris Matthews. That boy is insanity. Spewing loudly his agenda. That there pasty white boy be pimping just like me. Ann Coulson, Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, and that whiny hoe bag Mika. We all be pimping our agendas. We're all a bunch of mother freakers. It's true we all be pimps. And we all come from different places. But take it from me, Reverend Al. We all got the blueberries all over our faces. Pimp like me. By me, Reverend Al Shopton. And from now, as I traveled the road of obscurity in order to visit Jesse Jackson, I'll shop. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Man. Good old River now. <laughs> he was on point. <laughs> He was on point. He was. He was. He even castigated himself. Mm-hmm. Well, you I know, think, he, he wants I to be fair. I think that's the right word, castigated. I have to look at <laughs> Cast, Castrated? <laughs> castigated. Oh, my goodness. No. No, castigated. Correct. Yes. Good you word. exact changers, you're always <laughs> trying to move the goalposts. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not an exact changer. Oh. Sometimes I get change. And that's when things start getting a little hairy. <laughs> I got a new I got a new follower on uh, Twitter, Matt. Oh Lovely. boy, Heather Murphy reigns. Really? Coming to grips with the realities of motherhood and the conflicts within. <laughs> a blogger, writer, foodie, foodie, paleo, CrossFit. 
Swim mom, PR friendly. Think I'm in love. I think you are. <laughs> oh, why, yeah. Why, why did she follow you? What did you say to this really, woman? I don't know. I don't know what uh, what uh, she saw in me that she said, ooh, I must follow him. Maybe at some but, uh, point you tweeted, you love to swim, swim naked with bald-headed women or something. <laughs> Maybe so. Oh, she's a redhead, it looks like. Ooh. Yeah. 35,000 followers. Well. Anyway. Yeah. Any hoodle. Yeah. There's somebody else out there, Matt, who, uh, and it will come quite a surprise to you because normally he's a pretty happy-go-lucky guy, much like uh, Bobby Kraft is. Uh-huh. And he rarely let, makes waves. But uh, our very own Mr. Slider Ballscock. He's the man. Has, uh, and he has, uh, he's, got a, he's got a bit of a surprise for you. He, uh, he apparently takes issue with one of the giants in the sports broadcasting business. What's this now? I know. Take it away, Slider. Hiya, sports fans. Slider Ballscock here for IWS Radio Sports. Now that the Auburn War Tigers have suffered a dilapidating defeat at the hands of the Fisu Semicolons in the BCS Championship, the only football being played anywhere until fall is the old-fashioned kind in the English Prime League. And in the featured match of the day on Saturday, Manchester United the most famous soccer team in the world, booted and headed their way past Swanee River to a thrilling and tense two-to-zip win, despite not having Dirty Dutch Boy Robbie Van Pussy or soccer superstar and owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Wayne Rooney. Of course, the whole sports world is fixed on the upcoming games of the XXII Winter Olympiads to be played in Sockeye, Russia. The American team is rocking and reeling from the crushing news that downhill skiing champion and golf groupie Lindsey Vaughn will not be competing because she has not fully rehabbed from her addiction to ACL. Not to worry though folks, there will still be plenty of action happening along the banks of the Black Sea just north of the Caucasians. As always, I'll be especially interested in the curling tournament, specifically the Russian ladies team. Believe it or not, even a highly trained broadcaster and linguini expert such as myself struggles to pronounce the names of these lovely broads sliding the stones along the ice of love for the Soviets. Not that that matters, though. I know class and beauty when I see it. And even though blue-eyed blonde bombshell Ludmilla, priva something or another, didn't accept my pal J-Man's friend request on Facebook and make him privy to her life, I won't hold that against her and will still be rooting for her to hit the bullseye with the granite. Believe it or not, that's not even going to be the best thing about the Olympics. The part I'm looking forward to most is sitting around every night and being lectured to by Bob Costas. Yes, folks. Bob might be 
diminutive in physical stature, but in broadcast and sanctimonious moralizing worlds, he's monstrous. There's nothing more enjoyable than having a legendary blowhard like Costas ignore the sporting events he's supposed to be covering and lecturing us on tolerance and gun control. It's iconic how quickly someone like yours truly would get fired for going off on a tangent and not actually covering a sporting event, yet Costas can do whatever he wants. By the way, let's just see how Mr. Holier Than Thou reacts the first time some rainbow warrior uses the metal stand to protest Vladimir Pulitzer's anti-homosexual laws that were passed in Russia last year. Will he be willing to risk getting arrested and stand up for freedom and human rights, or will he and NBC refuse to broadcast it and pretend it never happened? I'm guessing the little pussy will take the lateral route and protect his own ass. Well, that's all for me this week, sports fans. I'll be back soon enough reporting on the world of sports for IWS Radio. Until then, I'm leaving it all on the field and heading for the showers. But for more jocularity from Matt and Jay, you stay right there. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. I think that was balls on. I think so. Slider took a baseball bat to old Bob Costas. I know. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, that's okay though. I think he's. Well, I think he's, he's right. I have, well, I know, but I. You know, we we do seem to have a problem with these little fellers, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> you know, and I think that you know what I didn't used to. I think it all goes back to that little feller who called us Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you talk about a diminutive devil. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You mean you mean the the little guy who we gave like forty five minutes of the show to? Gave complete and total freedom on the show to, yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Until we turned the whole thing over to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Jay. Mm-hmm. Our brother. Yeah. And he's already on Hi, this is Martin. Sorry I missed your call. Leave your name and number and I'll call you right back. Thanks. I had canceled. At the tone, please record your message. When you've oh. finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Marty. Matt, cheers. Marty. uh, And J-Man. Marty. Are you there? Oh, boy. Hello? (laughs) Hello? He won't hang up, (laughs) J-Man. You're going to hit the X there. The number you have dialed has not been recognized. (laughs) That never gets old. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people just don't answer their phone. Yeah. Some people don't respond to emails. Yeah. Some people don't answer their phone. It's all very some upsetting. People, but some, some, people, some people don't chime in with their audio files. Oh, it's a lonely life being an international internet radio star, J-Man. It's true. People think it's, it's but at least 24-7, but... No, no, no. But at least we're not uh, we're not at some dive bar in Jersey City singing karaoke. <laughs> Let's check in. I believe the governor is going for the big finish here. He's wrapping up his set, and he's going big. When you <laughs> feeling small, <laughs> when tears are your eyes, I'll go go And friends just can't be found. Sounds great. I will lay me down like a bridge water. I will lay me down. Oh, a little reverb right there. You know, some people, you know, you look at them, and their voices don't match what they look like. I swear to God. Chris Christie, he's a chameleon. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. He he he, he looks a lot more like that voice right there in that voice's latter years. Well, I thought he was going to sing in the ghetto there for a second. (laughs) But there are no ghettos in Jersey because no one told him about them. That's right. He has not been informed of any ghettos in Jersey. No. They're all enterprise zones. They are. Nothing but charter schools and, you know, private schools and... Michael Douglas is up there giving a speech at the Golden Globes. Oh, I'm sure and I'll tell you what, very hey, proud. Oh, uh, holy cow! I gotta get to the studio. <laughs> of course, I can't find it, so it doesn't matter. Oh, there it is. As reported last night. To me by a friend of mine on Facebook, J-Man, that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Chris Christie is shocked, shocked to know that gambling takes place in Atlantic City. What? Yes. My goodness. They're, they're gambling? That's a yeah, sin. Yeah. They're rolling the dice. Laying the hmm. spade. Yeah. Playing the pass line. Mm-hmm. 
in the com line. Those disgusting <laughs> cool. New Jersey yeah. types. Yeah. They're spinning the wheel. Mm-hmm. The old one-armed bandits. Gotta love those. Those are fun. You know why I like... I don't go into casinos very often. I used to... Because, you know, being in a union, we used to have our conventions at a casino. Right. Of course. I liked one-armed bandits because I didn't have to work too much. I could <laughs> simple. Yeah. The great thing about them is you can sit down there and you can put, like, say, a $10 bill or 20 Well, in my case, uh, $0.10, cents, $0.05. Cents. Well, yeah, but well, no, no. I'm talking about even even one that's like a you know a five cent or ten cent uh, machine. You can put a five or a ten or twenty dollar bill in there, and you can sit there and you can just hit that max, and you'll and then you just hit max again until that whole twenty dollars is gone, and then go do something else. How's that go? Well, it goes. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Little uh, lights flashing. It's very pretty. Mesmerizing. Kind of like Spock's brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like Blackjack. I do, too. That's my game. That's my game. I'll tell you what. That's one thing I miss about being a kid. There was like five or six of us in the neighborhood, and we'd have card games every Friday and Saturday night. No, I thought you were going to say, as a, as a kid, I'd go down there into the casino and no. belly up to the big blackjack table. Why do you table. think like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Said. That's one thing I miss about being a kid. I was, what? We were just talking about being in casinos. Yeah, my dad hung me on my belt buckle and he'd take me down to the... <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me tell you, the casinos down there in uh, Shreveport, Louisiana... You have to run the gauntlet of uh, Disney stores and ice cream parlors and arcades where kids are running like all over the place while mom and dad are in the casino dropping the mortgage at the uh, blackjack table. Well, they still have someone to look after them probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The folks, you know, working there will keep the kids happy. Yeah. Keep them entertained. And he called, behave yourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like the little blackjack. Play the basic, basic blackjack strategy. Yeah, be disciplined. Stay with it. The basic blackjack strategy. What? What's that? Hit twenty-one. No, it's you know you got the little card there and it tells you you know like if oh, okay. if you have you know more than twelve if they have a uh, what like a six or, or something showing five or six showing you know you hit you stay tells you when to double down and you know mm-hmm. memorize that and just go out there and just do that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, they're doing ads for uh, Jimmy Fallon taking over for Jay Leno now. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Me neither. And he's hilarious. Yeah. He's almost well, as funny as just Jay Leno. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> February 17th. I can't wait. You know, I tell you, I tell you what I don't like about Jimmy Fallon. What's that? And that is that he is the opposite of Johnny Carson. How so? He, well, he can't allow somebody to come out there on stage and just do their thing. He has to go out there with them. Uh, yeah. You know, you got, got Fiona that. Apples out there singing "Roll It to Me" by Paul McCartney, and. Mm-hmm. Camera pulls back, there he is, singing along with them. Mm-hmm. You know, people are doing little things. He's got to be out there with them, jumping around, making it about him. Johnny exactly. Carson would never, ever get in your spotlight. No, he would not. And that's, you know, it's just a different style. I get you. But, you know, I like the, I'm, I'm old school that way. Yeah. yeah. That's like, you know, we're both that way. When we have guests on, we turn the show over to them. Yeah, sometimes we shouldn't, but we do. Yeah, I know. We do. We give them we give them time to answer. We don't uh, you know, we don't interrupt. We don't try to one up them. We would do the same with callers if anybody ever freaking called at 661-244-9852. Just to and say hi not, for God's sakes. In fact, yeah. can't we just have a little high marathon five calls <laughs> between now yeah. hello, and 10 hello, o'clock? Hello. Calling in at 661-244-9852 and just say hi. Oh, my God. (sighs) They could do it. They could do it. Call us up and do a little promo for us. Jesus Christ, Jesse Ferg. You have your own theme song, for God's sakes. (laughs) And that theme song can be changed. I really never call. I really never call. My name is the Birdman. Yeah, and I, you know, we can't can't say the same thing for every every host on this network. Just sitting back and letting their uh, their uh, guests talk and and the thing. And and, you know, I wasn't going to bring this up, but nobody called. Oh boy. There's a certain show, and I'm not going to name names because you know that's not our style. Jake, but, come uh, on now. That, uh, shut the fuck up, number one. Shut the fuck up, Jay, man. <laughs> oh, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Oh, you are so fucking funny. Oh, fuck. That's just fucking hilarious. What the fuck, man? You're the fucking funniest man I know. Fuck, you fucking ain't right, man. This is this is fucking show. Well, I it know. It's been a fucking number great fucking show. One for, for a while. And it must be a great fucking show. It's a fucking and, great show. They're not only number one in the fucking comedy category, they're number one in the fucking entertainment category overall. I know, what the fuck's the big, up with that? The big fucking category. And they, yeah. they're not fucking budging. And and I would like to know their fucking secret. I would like because to I fucking think, know it too. Because I don't think they're fucking, that? I don't think their fucking secret is actual live fucking listeners. <laughs> it can't the fuck be. Because the show ain't fucking funny. It's, it's fucking number one, but it ain't fucking funny. <laughs> well, now it has its fucking moments. We be fair. We want to be fucking fair here. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, you must have fucking listened to a different ep- fucking episode than I did. We got a fucking caller right here. Do we fucking really? <laughs> yes, we do. And the live <laughs> studio audience chimes in. And I bet this is fucking Jesse Ferg. Yeah, seven four zero. Hello. There we go. Hello. What the fuck? <laughs> Is this show fucking funny, Jesse? It's 
What's How's it going, Jesse? Jesse? Oh, no. I just thought I'd call and say hi. Oh, that was nice of you. Well, that's great. We'll talk to you later, Jesse. <laughs> All right. We'll not only talk to you later, we'll fucking talk to you later. That's right. I'll what, fucking call him later. What the fuck's going on out there tonight? Something in the fucking air. Yeah. I guess I'll so. tell you what, Jesse. If you think this show's big, wait till next week. We're going to do 2014 year in review. That's right. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy year. We already had a lot. Yeah. Already had so a lot Rachel Maddow there, uh, Ariel Sharon. Yeah, that was been sad. such a busy year that we uh, we're going to have to review it already. So what's happening? You still in Marion? Yep, I'm still in Marion. Okay. Wyandotte popcorn still there? Wyandotte popcorn is still here, although they had a fire a few weeks ago, or about Ooh. a month or so ago. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing worse than popcorn. Was just, popcorn. <laughs> popcorn was just <laughs> popping out of the building <laughs> all over the place. Were people running through the streets gathering up the popcorn on the... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch it as it was coming out of the sky? No, I think it was, it was a late-night fire, so no one was up. Oh. <laughs> it's a shame, really. It could have been entertaining. Oh, boy, could it. <laughs> so hey, Jesse, while good... you're here... Go ahead, Jesse. Well, I was going to say, Jesse, while you're here, you need to do a, a a promo for us. Just kind of a, you know, this is Jesse Ferg. You're listening to IWS Radio, something like that, you know? Oh, but I can't do the one where I'm naked. It's already done. Oh, sure you can. Sure. <laughs> while I'm eating, while I'm naked eating Wyandotte popcorn, I listen to <laughs> hey, there you go. radio. There you go. There you go. That sounds good. Should I start now before it's too late? <laughs> go for, oh, go you for go it. Go right ahead. All right. Hey, this is Jesse Ferg here. When I'm eating popcorn from Wyandotte naked in a hot tub, I'm listening to I'm with Stupid. Outstanding. Mm. I mean, I don't know if I'd say outstanding, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's like, it's like working with Schmoop. <laughs> you know, I mean, again, you know, it's not our style to criticize, but we thought you were a radio guy, you know. Exactly. shed days, but. Yeah. And he and he is until the red light goes on, and then he becomes a <laughs> just like at, at, don't don't worry about it. We've got the editing tools. We'll make you sound like a god. Sounds like great, us. man. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well we're in overtime now, so I guess we should let you go and play our show closing and move on with our lives. Well, one more Already. thing, Jay. One more thing. Oh. I got a question for Jesse. Yeah. Hey, when you guys have Warren G. Harding days up there, can you invite me up? I'll see what I can do. All right. 
<laughs> well, maybe we can get an IWS radio float into that parade. <laughs> maybe we could. There you go. <laughs> we'll have go-go <laughs> dancers on it. And uh, illegal. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we'll have a, a we'll have a speakeasy up there mm-hmm. on it, as you know. And uh, and Matt will be walking behind it wearing <laughs> an Uncle Sam outfit on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you got to have that. Because if you don't have that, if you don't have that, you don't care about the troops. That's right. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Hey, no problem. You guys have a great one. All right. Thanks, Jesse. Good job. All right. No problem. Bye-bye. All right, Jesse Ferg, everyone. Yeah. There you go. See? See? It's easy to call the show. It is that easy. And you know who else is easy? Pat Benatar. Oh, God, yes. Mm. Easy on the eyes, easy on the ears.
awesome, J-Man. She rocks the house. Mm-hmm. I was touching myself while listening to that. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Another brilliant show. As always. <laughs> Sounded like you had to think about that one for a minute, though. Oh, no, no. I, I just have so many things on my mind. Jesse Ferg, Jamie, all these people. Mm-hmm. There's so much love out there, I I don't know where to begin. Yeah, J- uh, Jesse Ferg in the chat room asked where the tip jar is. It's in my pants. What? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Excellent show, Jamie. All right. Good job, Matt. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> See you next Sunday, y'all. Bye. Probably. <laughs>